Hello, this is Marcus. Just before the show starts, if you head over to modernartisrubbish.com, you'll be able to see the images um, that accompany the show. Also, I forgot to mention what open houses were in the podcast. Now, open houses are just where uh, people locally open up their houses to allow artists to display and to sell their work. I always find it very interesting because, you know, you don't have to go that far to see great art. My name is Rubbish. Extra Rubbish! Hello and welcome to Extra Rubbish. Yep, so I'm Marcus. Uh, Tom isn't here uh, for this podcast. He wasn't able to do it. So um, basically I've got a special guest uh, to come into the studio art robot so uh, say hello art robot hello i am art robot so art robot are you looking forward to the show isms uh good so basically i went with my friend paul to some local uh, open houses in brighton just uh, to see what was going on uh and um check out some of the art I find some of your themes problematic. So, we're out on the street now, Paul. Oh, Paul, yeah, we are talking. Oh, we are. All right. All right. Yeah, so we're going to... Right. It's nice to actually be out locally for once to go and see some art. And I'm uh, on the street now. I don't know else what to say. We're just on the street, aren't we? We're on the street. Yeah, to go and see some of the... uh, local art that's around for open houses because I really don't want to walk too far today so there you go okay so so what's what's number one what's the first house right the first house is going to be Percival Mansions because it's literally apparently round the corner from me so there you go is it owned by Percival Percival who's Percival is it one of his many who's Percival yeah, he's got many dwellings. Yeah, it's called mansions. <laughs> Percival Man, the Cheshire Mansions, but where's Percival Mansion? Oh, I can see Cheshire. Yeah, cool. Okay, right. Well, um, we'll we'll come back uh, when we uh, get there. Value. So basically, we did arrive at the address. The artist was home to speak to Lorraine Hayes. Uh, didn't actually want to be interviewed on the microphone, which is fine. Her artwork's really interesting. And Paul and I talked about her work on the street as we were leaving the uh, premises. And also we mentioned about Yolanda Beer, who made quite interesting ceramics, uh, plates and cups and vases uh, covered in images so um yeah ask me yes yeah, so paul what did you think about the uh the exhibition we just went to so we just went to see some ceramics yeah and we saw lorraine hayes work which was um well what did you think paul so what what was interesting about when i was looking because you was chatting to her for a little while yeah. and i was kind yeah. of just sort of looking at her art what was going around my head and i can't explain why or, or if it is any real reason was the the theme to rainbow Rainbow. Up and above the streets and <laughs> I just was thinking and you know like when she has all those images I thought yeah. of them all sliding in. Oh right. You okay. know like they do in rainbow, you know, where the rainbow comes in and then something yeah. else comes in. And that was all I could get I couldn't get it out of my head. They are very, very, very pleasing and beautiful, sweet images. I mean Yeah. 
obviously I'll put some on the uh, website mm. Paul, as well when I saw her mm. but um, I was interested when she said about all the Sussex artists I like like Revilius and Balden her art it was all about wasn't it it was all about uh, nature yes. and shapes and 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 her rhythms and stuff and right. I also noticed that um, I felt that I felt there was a slight unease about her work, which she didn't pick up on. I felt there was something going yeah. on there underneath it. But overall, it's good. See, I, I didn't get that. I didn't get the unease because I thought the colours were quite quite bold and quite yeah. bright. Yes. So they made me feel quite happy. Yeah. So, yeah, I, did, I personally didn't get that. But then I... Not to take away from them. I thought they no. were really, really, really beautiful. But I think it gives it, it, gives it a more of a... It makes it more art... Yeah. Than just straight design. I've never seen anything quite like it. I, I did really like. No, that. no, I, it's thought, really I, I found it really enjoyable to look at. Yes. Um, yeah. And really also, good. I like those ceramics. They were kind of like contemporary, but they felt a bit like Greco-Roman. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Did you feel that they they had that kind of ancient feel to them, even though they were very contemporary? Yeah. There was a like you felt like could have they have been dug up or yeah. were they or the, were they new? Yes, so but they were no. not, without the uh, without the uh, camera. I can't actually see what the artist was called, but we'll put the name on there, uh, and we've got photos of that as well. Of my so yeah. that's good. Uh, so next we went to another house, uh, which is in a place called Paston Place, and it was like a group exhibition called Keep Art at Home. Uh, there was quite a lot of different artists there. Um, some making ceramics, some doing prints, some doing paintings. And the first artist we got to speak to uh, was someone called Sarah James. Your work deals with very challenging themes. So uh, I'm with Sarah here in another open house around the corner from me. And I'm looking at your very painterly works, I think is the word. And there's lots of lots of faces mm. I recognise that one really yeah. I'm looking at this one it's called Don't Look yeah. and it's it's got very strong painterly features and the eyes are very very simple kind of motifs for eyes mm. it's interesting in that what's the because uh, that there's something I learned when there's with, with like learning to draw is that people when they paint eyes don't they mm. they just um, just paint the symbols of what they see and that's yeah. half the problem is learning not to do the representation but clearly you know how to look at something and draw what's actually in front of you or paint what's in front of you so what's the reason yeah. for the kind of like the symbols for eyes painted on eyes yes. so yeah so um, I was uh, working on um, some paintings for a journal submission it was actually called Don't Look yeah. um, so the idea behind this painting is that her eyes are closed and eyes have been painted on her eyelids, so she's she oh, has the wow. she has the look of like watching things and understanding yeah, things, yeah. but actually she just doesn't want to look. Um, so that's the, that's the idea around this, um, and I've replicated that a couple of times with, with some other similar ones, but also just paintings with blank eyes, just the yes. whites of the eyes. It's really emotional. What I like as well is you've gone for the full kind of painless, you know, you've... So I take it when you started out painting, you probably were quite good at quite good at just doing sort of like almost very straight portraits and then moved away from it. That's what it sounds like. You, exactly. Yes. Exactly. And I really want to 
I like playing with colour as well. It's so nice to see paintings with a lot of paintings because there's a very there's a lot of things where it's like let's see, which is brilliant, you know, yeah. when people try and make stuff look exactly photorealistic and then you lose the expression, the humanness. Of it. Absolutely, I've sort of gone. I've never been photorealistic. I've never yeah. been had that kind of skill, but. Yeah, I've definitely gone to that point yeah. and then taken it back. I like the idea that you might look at it and think it's a standard portrait. Yeah. When you start looking at it deeper, there's something dark yeah. going on behind it. Sorry, this is uh, my friend Paul's come out with me. This is Sarah. Oh, yeah. Just talking about her work now, Paul. Oh, all right. So I really like this one. This is a portrait, yeah. but you've actually just drawn the hand, but I know exactly what's going on. Yeah. And it's called Scream off camera. And I know exactly what's going on there, just mm-hmm. without the... So that's really an interesting yeah. idea. It's a bit like... It's sort of inspired by old, like classic horror. I'm yes. a huge yeah. horror fan. I'm a massive yeah. horror fan. Yeah, well. I love horror. And this is like... To me, it's, it was classic horror with a very expressive yeah. hand to protect the protagonist from whatever's happening yeah. to them. Um, and I like, yeah, film does really inspire So me. did you like uh, do you like that Peter Doig, he did the thing from the end of Friday the 13th? Absolutely, yeah, I love really. that. Do you know, there's a Peter Doig, the artist, he re- used the, there's a scene at the end of Friday the 13th where the hand, is it just a hand comes out of the boat? Hand, yeah. It's like a steel lake with a canoe. Yeah. 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 It looks like the end. Brilliant. They did that at the end of Carrie as well, at the grave. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And then just finally this one, this is like a mm. real yawn. I like the fact you called it yawn because it looks like a, at first you think screen, but you've called it yawn. Yeah. It's like I a long, actually, really yeah. elongated face, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. This is quite a recent one and I painted it while I had COVID. And oh I, painted, I painted like 20 things and hated all yeah. of them. Then I painted this. So I was like, actually, I quite like this. That's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like bored and bored. terrified and everything at once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't understand what's yeah. happening. Oh, yeah. I got it. But yeah, it's, it's more of like a release. So it could be a yawn or it could be a scream. Oh, that's it's, brilliant. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Impasto. There was loads of really interesting artists showing this address. And we had a chance to uh, catch up with one of them who also curated the exhibition, uh, Kirstine Adams, who makes uh, interesting kind of prints and images. Your work reminds me of early Lucian Fried. Is he one of your influences? This is Kirstine. Really like the curation of this. Thank you very much. Oh, right. Have yeah. you got some of your artwork? Here? I have, yeah, I'm the oh, same type, um, the liner cut prints. Oh, liner cut, so we got... Oh, I like that. So I'm, I've drawn instantly to this one that's like a, a Marlborough in the shape of a Holy cross. Holy smokes. Holy smokes, brilliant. <laughs> My dad used to be a model for the Marlborough, so I was interested, yeah, he was in, uh, wow. on the posters for it. I like the way you handle the paint. Oh my god, and this is really interesting. So on the flags, that's my daughter. So if you look into it, she's like... So you've actually done silk screen on... on No, it's cyanotype, but it's an oxidisation of... It's an oxidisation, so what's that process then? So you have a compound solution that I mix up, and then I paste that onto the fabric or paper, and then once it's dried, it becomes UV sensitive. Oh, wow! So then it's a... Sort of a, a photographic process would that be one? Oh That's wow! An alternative photographic process. That's amazing. So then I either do it, the cassettes and the water gun. They're literally a gun put straight in the paper. Oh wow! And those, the pictures are acetate. And yeah. Like that, and then have to make it turn it into a negative. 
And then I put it under UV light and a front doorstep in the sun or a, a UV lamp. It's really, really interesting. I like the kind of... When you see flags and you see flags, you, there's always kind of like you bring your own histories to it as well. Absolutely. And you've brought your own history to to the flag. Do you know uh, like the Jasper Johns I'm reminded of? Yeah, yeah. With the idea, cause, uh, Paul, I don't know if you know, but Jasper Johns, he did these artworks where he put old bits of newspaper underneath the, the paintings that he did. And it's like the histories that we bring. So when we look at a flag, we're not just looking at at the, uh, the, the the image we're also bringing our history and I like the fact that you've got your daughter on it so you're bringing your history as well Absolutely. straight to it that's really cool no I like that and it's, it's called Mod Punk oh, Mod Punk yeah how would you define your style after that we went to a location called the Secret Garden basically it's a big walled garden that has a cafe and it's very, very, very pretty. And uh, there was lots of different sculptures around. And uh, there was one particular sculpture that Paul was drawn to. And I wasn't so into, if I'll be honest. I preferred the sculptor's other uh, works. And um, we had a little chat about that. So you could say it is like a ready-made idea. Now... Yeah. So, looking at that sculpture there. Yeah, well, Marcus and I were just having a conversation about the fact that there's three or four different sculptures, one, two, four sculptures in this garden. Yeah. And they're all really good. But the one, my favourite, is the one that is Marcus's least favourite. And it's the one that makes me think the most. It's, it's sort of green and black and it looks like someone's leaning back. But it does, I'm not quite sure if that's a head Green or whether it's holding. Green and black, it looks like someone's leaning back. <laughs> nice pose. And, and I'm, not sure if, I'm not sure if he's holding up a mushroom or whether that is his head. But there's a sort of seating area around it. It's kind of fascinating. It looks like something from a... Mesmerising. For say. me, it looks like something from a kiddie uh, playground. And mm. although I like all the art in here, it's my least favourite. And I think, to be honest, it looks like a maquette... It looks like you should have just been as a maquette. Yeah. And it looks like a stage before a final project is realised. It looks like an experiment has been blown up. I think I think the artist may may have thought, mm, this didn't quite turn out the way I wanted it to. Yeah. But that's the thing, isn't it, with art? Well, it? that's... A, I mean, what we were saying before, Mark, yeah. before you started recording... Yeah. Which, was, which I thought was an interesting discussion... Was that there's four pieces in here, yeah. and whilst the others are more pretty and aesthetic and have something, yeah. I'm staring at that one more yeah. because of what you just said as well. I think there is something I can't quite figure out, and in a way, that to me makes it the one I'd want. Yes, because it's because I could I'd have to keep looking at it. Yeah, because and it's the other ones are really good, but I'm not really that interested in looking at them as much. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. But that's the thing, and it's it's in the eye, eyes in the eye of the beholder, as they say. Yeah, I don't know what whether it's better or worse for it. It's just it just catches my eye, you know, and it makes me want to think. Yeah, that's, that's all. That's all do. it really. Yeah, that's but all it's you really. Can do. But I would have that in my garden as well. Yeah, I mean, this is a nice garden. It's actually just beautiful. Garden. Garden. Yeah. yeah, and the best fudge cake. Oh, you're in your fudge. Yeah, oh, it's really good. Cool.
And so ends the podcast for this week. If you head over to modernartisrubbish.com, you can listen to all previous uh, episodes. Although if you can, if you can listen to them on iTunes or Spotify, that helps us. Um, also, we're on uh, Instagram, Modern Art is Rubbish. And we're actually on Spotify as a music artist. And we've got the single Goya out on there. And that's Modern Art is Rubbish as well. Basically, Modern Art is Rubbish is everything um, for the handle. And also, uh, Art Robot, uh, what should people do uh, in relation to iTunes? Please leave a five-star review on iTunes and inform all your friends of the existence of this podcast. Thank you. So, Art Robot, I think it's just uh, goodbyes. This part of the show makes me think of the 1993 work by Ed Rache titled The End. Bye.